Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Oh! And Tim Kalpakis. Yes, yes, yes! And we're your hosts, the Sloppy Boys. Alright. How's it going, everybody? Back on the pod, I love it. Pod me, baby. I love getting on this pod and just chit-chatting with you two. Yeah. Me? And Tim? <laughs> yeah, you two specifically. About the, the drink, uh, and just whatever's going on in the world of booze. It is nice just to have... Some friends. That's true. <laughs> I have to go on record agreeing with that. Yeah. Mike, you and I haven't lost touch since you left for New York, but it is nice to have a weekly thing where we get together and do something a little special. Yeah, that's right. And I've tried. And you wanted to bring your friend Tim along. That's nice, too. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I said, Tim, let's get on a Zoom with Jeff. He'll record it. We'll talk about drinks. It'll be great. Hey, your friend Tim is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys knew each other already. Acquaintances. <laughs> Acquaintances and work friends. Hey, check me out. I got a windscreen. Did you guys notice? I got a windscreen so I can I pop did. my peas now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, we've gotten a lot of complaints about the pea popping. I really did, though. I had only ever listened to our show in earbuds, and then I was uh, in a car, and I, and, I, and I played an episode, and I was popping the car all over the place. On, and, uh, and every sentence I said, it happened to have so many peas. I was like, a piece of <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. You, at one point, you did. Go, you were like, pipe, pipe, pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I remember because I had to duck the volume for each fucking pea. My earbuds shot out of my ears when I heard that. It felt like a goddamn earthquake in the car when I heard that thing. I, I love any time. I don't know anything about audio uh, by the fact that uh, for a lot of this Early on in this podcast, the first couple episodes, I was using my mic backwards, and you couldn't hear me very well. <laughs> but I found the correct position. But uh, with something like a windscreen, I love when you know an audio person be like, "Yeah, put the windscreen up; it'll pop the piece." I'm like, "Yeah, it's just a little sock; it doesn't matter." And then when you do hear it, it sounds better. You're like, "Oh yeah, that little windscreen is better." And an audio person knows, um, <laughs> "Yeah, maybe what they're talking about." Yeah, and but now I sound amazing. Yeah. Well, you were a shoe in for the Prince of Plosives. <laughs> that's what i was going for and now somebody else is probably going to run away with it i'm fine with that what's the prince of plosives these are plosives puh, puh, oh. the mic. They, they're explosive on the microphone okay but now i probably i can't get them through no matter how hard i try with this screen i can't close give us <laughs> give us your beer your biggest pee <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even hear it 
<laughs> well, that's bad. Yeah. I can't even hear you now. I, I, I think we ruined it. Hey, who wants to hear a little bit of booze news? Oh! Me. Um, as everybody all around the world knows, we got a, this segment where we have booze news. Today, I got a little a check-in of my own, and then my correspondent, Mike, has a little bit of booze news. Actually, Mike, I'm going to throw it to you right off the bat. What, what's happening over in your corner of booze news? Thank you, Tim. Uh, I have an update on the ever-present, ever-developing story of Pepsi. Is Pepsi going hard seltzer? Are they joining the hard seltzer movement that sort of swept up the nation? I can't escape all of the speculation about this. It's all you hear about when you turn on the TV. It's insane. (laughs) Well, I actually found some of this, the information I found on (laughs) hardseltzernews.com. That's a a source. That's a website. Check it out if you need to know more about hard seltzer than I'm telling you. But last month, Coca-Cola went all in on the fast-growing U.S. hard seltzer category, signing up with Molson Coors Beverage to manufacture, market, and distribute Coke's new Topo Chico hard seltzer. Whoa! That's Coca-Cola. That's great. So Coca-Cola is going, they're moving fast on this. I didn't know that Coke owned Topo Chico. That's big news. I love Topo Chico. Well, you know, you got to keep up with the hard seltzer news.com. I'm going to make that my homepage from now on. Uh, Topo Chico is uh, happening in Europe next month. Says hardseltzernews.com. PepsiCo. The story, though, is about Pepsi. They have decided right now to step back and not jump in the hard seltzer game for the foreseeable future. (laughs) What are they doing? They are putting their efforts towards energy drinks. People don't (laughs) want energy. It's so funny to put out a press release about this. And we're like, we're not going to do something. It was several websites that had news about about this. Jesus Christ. See, I feel like Coke... Coke is the is like the Marvel, right? And they're gonna run away with this fucking thing, and then Pepsi's gonna gonna be tripping all over themselves trying to do anything to keep up. They lost it. Pepsi bought Rockstar Energy earlier this year. Okay, wow. so they're saying we're doing the energy stuff from here on out. Uh, but doesn't energy drink seem like that's cresting two I, steps behind? I think we're over it. Have you guys had Bing? That's the one that I like. It, no, it, that's a search engine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that, I search for my energy drinks on it. Is there something also called Bang? That's Orange Bang. Yes, there's one called Bang that I don't like, but there's an all-natural cherry-based uh, one that's called Bing, like a Bing cherry, and they have a flavor that's crisp apple, and it's so good. Try Ooh. it. It's very autumnal. Oh, natural. Um, and now, my, my uh, the story I've been tracking, thank you, Mike, Yes, uh, more on this story as it develops. <laughs> the one good night I, and good luck. I, I'm on. You're on the Pepsi beat, and I'm on the uh, the Fireball beat. Um, oh yes, I, I have tracked down. I haven't acquired it yet, but I have tracked down uh, Fireball eggnog. It, it, they do have it at a uh, a Walmart in Rosemead, California. So I'm gonna okay. Be dri- <laughs> I'll be driving out to Rosemead this week, but. <laughs> In the meantime, some of our uh, listeners very kindly had uh, reached out on social media and, and suggested other mixers for Fireball. Uh-huh. People said uh, root beer. I uh, thought it was yep. interesting. And then uh, somebody on Instagram said that there is a drink. This, is, this one is real. They didn't make it up. There's something called Angry Balls, which is a shot of Fireball in a pint of Angry Orchard hard cider. 
Whoa. Oh. So like a um like a car bomb or a Jaeger bomb. Yeah, but you don't you, you don't you don't do it's not the drop and chug. You you just pour in the shot and then you drink at your leisure and ah. get ready to have your hair blown back. I'm drinking one right now. Whoa. <laughs> On the pod. Whoa. Um and I gotta say Tim. You're like the self-inserting documentarian. That's exactly yeah, wow. the new age media personality. I'm not a pencil pusher desk jockey, okay? I'm right out there. You're the I'm Michael the Moore. You're, you're banging on the door of Heston right now. Mike, when you were talking about Pepsi, I was like, where's the Pepsi? What, what, what's, I want to live in the moment. Well, <laughs> I'll be up all night if I drink a Pepsi right now. Tim, take, us, take a nice big sip and tell us what you feel. Not a fan. <laughs> Thanks to those who reached out and uh, keep on reaching out. But this is like, you know, I had never had uh, Angry Orchard before. Have you guys? Uh, it's a it's a cider. It's a cider. It's the most popular hard cider. I think I've had one, uh, but I, I can't say like, oh, it's a great one. I I never had it because the name rub the name sounds kind of like Ed Hardy to me, and I had avoided mm. them. Yeah, same reason I don't drink arrogant bastard. Yes, uh, and and a lot of the Mike's hard products type of things are not appealing to me. I think this is a good cider. I like the real dry ones. Uh, this one is maybe a little on the sweet side, but then when you pour the Fireball in, it's like cinnamon apple would work, but it's also it's a cinnamon whiskey. So I'm drinking <laughs> whiskey. It's a double drink, and uh, it's a valiant effort, hmm. and I'm interested in it, and I'll continue drinking it, but. I, Sounds like a big whiff from the slop heads. But, <laughs> for a flavor as like extreme as Fireball, to mix it with another alcohol seems a step, a bridge too far. Yeah. But I do like this uh, root beer idea, because we all know root beer pairs well with vodka if you're making a Russian root. <laughs> oh, Everybody Jesus. knows about the Russian root. <laughs> yeah. So If you don't, you should by now. Well, thanks, everyone. I do like that our, I do like that our booze news beats are just... Uh, Checking up with Pepsi and Fireball, the two things we've talked about on Booze News. <laughs> well, anyone listening, uh, get on Twitter and Instagram, send us, if, if you know about some drink we're missing, let us know. Because uh, we've also got the the, the email, uh, uh, sloppy, the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail.com. But, uh, you know, we want to be in the immediacy. We want to be, you know, duking it out in the Twitter sphere. So tag us. And we'll, we'll, you know, if this doesn't work out, we'll open this up to some snooze news. If you've got uh, mattresses yeah. that you like, if there's new technology and pillows, uh, uh, anything. After a few more of these ciders, I'm going to be snooze news myself. <laughs> hey, you guys wear, you guys ever wear those uh, pajamas that like the pants and the shirt buttons up? Yeah. When I was a like kid, yeah. The footy ones. But like you see, uh, no, 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 no. Like you would see in like a 50s uh, uh, sitcom where like the father... Of the family is wearing like a matching pants and button up pajama. Yes, I Jessica gave me a pair of those monogrammed. They say TJK on the on the cuffs. Nice. And I and you know I I'm a sweaty sleeper, so I don't really need them. But in the winter, I'll wear them. And let me tell you, it's you put them on and you say it's time to sleep. And then you wake up, and when you take them off in the morning, you're like, I'm done sleeping. And it, it gives you a little structure. <laughs> All right. That's good. I just don't – I can't believe it's comfortable enough for me. I like to – I wear a, a, sh a short pant, and that's about it. Are, are we looking at a, a flannel, or are we looking at, like, more of a silk there, T? Mine is like a crisp cotton. <laughs> Starched cotton. Huh. Um, Option three. Okay. But if you like cr uh, a silk pajamas, you'll be happy to know – that one time I delivered a script to Sasha Baron Cohen. 
Ooh, and he uh, came to the door, 5 p.m., sleepy-eyed. Oh, hello. Oh, thank you. Thank you for this very, very much. And he was wearing silk pajamas, having his little afternoon nap. Wow. He must have just come. He probably came from across the pond. Yeah. And maybe was catching up on some sleep. He was probably jet-like. He said he was like, I'm tired because I've just come up with an idea for a character that I might do in a series of films. <laughs> was that Borat? I, I think he came up with the character of Borat and it made him tired. He saw you and said, Borat. Yes, basically. He saw me. I, I saw him when I met him once and he looked at me and said, Boring. I said, come on, you don't even know my name yet. <laughs> That's rude. You're a uh, rude dude, He's probably man. punking you for his next film. Oh, God. I'm probably going to show up in Borat 3. <laughs> that would be great. Well, guys, let me uh, let me start telling you about today's drink. Now... Today's drink is simple to make. Today's drink is a drink that is very tasty. Mm. Mm. Today's drink is a drink that's usually held by a guy who says something like, obviously you're not a golfer, or... <laughs> Owen Wilson doing an uh, impression? <laughs> I do mind. The dude minds. This aggression <laughs> will not stand. Or... Careful, man, there's a beverage here. <laughs> I'm talking about a white Russian. Yeah, yeah baby. baby. And the person who says that type of stuff is the Big Lebowski, Jeff Lebowski from uh, the movie The Big Lebowski. His nickname in the movie was The Dude, okay? I can't <sighs> believe you. when you did that voice, I thought it was Bridges. Yeah, the first one, Jeff, you're right, was a little more Owen Wilson. Obviously, you're not a golfer. That's pretty good, man. <laughs> That's pretty, that's pretty, but the, but the dude is, the dude is, you see, the dude is more the, hey, it's, it's more of a, <clears throat> from the throat, hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, so man. cool to hear the process. I love, I love when impressionists are like, uh, you know, Stallone is, uh, Stallone is basically a Tony Bennett, but he got, but he's got a little yeah. looser jaw. <laughs> um, I love when, when people go on, uh, late night shows. Yeah. It, it'll be impressionists or people who like played a big character in a movie and then like Leno or whoever will be like, oh, let's hear a little bit of that guy. And the actor will be like, mm, let me see if I can find him here. And they, uh, <laughs> they like find do him. a little You know exactly posturing. where he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they somehow do a bad impression of like their own character, like, they clearly haven't seen the movie as much as the fans, so it's always disappointing <laughs> when like somebody goes on the show and then they do like an okay version of the of the real character when they are the person. Yeah, let's see if I can find him here, Jay. All right, and then. <laughs> oh no! Oh, Jim! <laughs> God damn it! So this is a Lebowski drink, is what you're saying? That's the. Th this that's is the Lebowski drink. This is a drink the White Russian was falling into obscurity, uh, and then in 1998, when the Lebowski movie came out. It came back on top. It became uh, famous again. I, I think this is cool. This reminds me sort of of, of when we did the Cosmo, uh -huh. Cosmopolitan to the mm. layperson. The pink drink. That we saw this history kind of happen. You know, with the drinks, I feel like lots of times we're just going back to prohibition all the time or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's nice to see that this, the white Russian is like invented in 1949 and people had it in, in the, in the sixties, but it wasn't very popular. And then the Cohen brothers say, what if this guy's a, a nineties holdover from the sixties and he's, let's give him a, a dusty old drink that's gone out of style. Yeah. And that when, yeah, when I look, I looked at the Wikipedia page for this drink and it, the, the Lebowski is the thing, like that's what made it, it wasn't super beloved when it was around for the first time. And that's right, the same right, thing right. with the Cosmo where like sex in the city is the thing. So we, 
We saw it happen. We witnessed this. Yeah. I like this because it's like an unsophisticated drink. Uh, it's like sugary and kind of like maybe in the same way the Cosmopolitan was. I don't know. Yeah. But was uh, it kind of makes sense that Lebowski was drinking them because they're just sort of like cheap milkshake, <laughs> like alcoholic milkshakes. <laughs> yeah. Two ingredients. Well, uh, sorry. The IBA lists the Black Russian. We're doing the White Russian because it's more clickable. <laughs> <laughs> you dog. <laughs> So three ingredients, if you add the cream. You clicked on it, didn't you? Admit it, listeners. Yeah, the three ingredients are- Well, hold on, real quick though, uh, Dutz, that uh, it's not like the IBA hasn't heard of the white Russian. It says, when you look up the black Russian, it says optional, float on the cream, you know? So so they know. They know. We're we're not going rogue. Right. I think think also the white Russian or the black Russian may have been- introduced first, but the same guy who made the Black Russian, I think, also made the White Russian. And this is one of those ones, too, which I don't think we've seen yet, The uh, other than, like, the zombie. The person who made this, it's a very clear story. It was 1949. Gustav Topps made it in... He was a Belgian barman in the Hotel Metropole in Brussels in honor of Pearl Metza, the U.S. ambassador to Luxembourg. And that's the story everyone knows. <laughs> And he did Man. both. He did the black Russian first, then the white Russian. Yeah. And then I think it like caught on like in the sixties in Oakland. It's all, it's kind of like a loungy drink for like for, for kind of cheesy, almost like a disco-ish thing eventually. We got 50 milliliters of vodka. So that's a shot and a little bit, maybe shot and a third, shot and a half. A little drizzle. A shot and a drop. And then 20 millimeters of uh, coffee liqueur. So that's like a little less than a shot. That is like your Kahluas, and would you guys use Kahlua? Kahlua. Yeah. And then the rest of it is a float uh, cream on the top and stir sl- stir in slowly. So like uh, I'm doing whole milk on this nice. one. Nice. Or no, full cream. Nice. I found a heavy cream, and I- I've read uh, to use half and half, if not all the way heavy cream, because- the Heavy cream, that's what I'm using. Milk will be um, not so good. In, right. in Lebowski, that first scene at Ralph's, he's buying half and half. Yeah. So I think that's his chosen thing. I, um, well, do you guys ever make these like in normal life? I have. I've had one before, but uh, I rarely make them. In high school, I've had a couple. I've had, nice. yeah, I kind of think it is a good high schooler drink. It's like, if, if you don't really like alcohol, this is a good entree. Kind of you know, tastes like a mudslide. But I make these every once in a while just because I have a bottle of Kahlua and I don't know what the hell else to do with a bottle of Kahlua. It's been like 10 years on my shelf. Yeah. Um, I just took a sip of nor- of straight Kahlua. Delish. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Also, w- one thing I should have done when we made the zombie, I should have tried each of the ingredients as I was making it. But we try to make them really quickly because we're recording. We just yeah. run away from the computers and run back. But uh, I tried straight Falernum. It's delicious. Oh, really? Did you put it on the rocks or just a little sip? Just took a little sip out of the bottle. <laughs> you little bastard. I mean, it's it's like it's like syrup, basically. But yeah, I like man, it. it's good. Ooh, I would love it if you just became a. Okay, Falerum. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold. On. We're getting away from we're getting away from what's going on. I didn't even talk about the method. Oh, oh, the method of making the drink. We've got the ingredients. Yes, and then we're veering off. And uh, hey, I'm no help. I brought us out there in the different topics. We're all to blame. The method is pour the ingredients into an old fashioned glass. Filled with ice cubes, stir gently. Garnish, not applicable. Thank God you got that out. (laughs) Everyone was waiting for garnishes. Well, I don't know. Some people are thinking I've got these all in the little mixing uh, 
Yes. Pods. <laughs> <laughs> and they're probably thinking, I'm, I got an itchy trigger finger with all my garnishes. I'm going to put cherries and mint all over the top yeah, of this yeah, thing. But no, garnish is not applicable. Um, I'm looking forward to this because I, I make these every once in a while, but not properly. I just kind of wing it and I always use skim milk cause that's what I have in my home. So today I have heavy, heavy whipping cream is the only, yeah. <laughs> and, yep. and I'm, I'm curious, it says stir gently. Are you guys going to stir it until it's all the way stirred or is it supposed to look like a floater up top and, and be a little bit contoured? Oh, that's a good question. I think it's supposed to kind of have the uh, consistency of like a uh, coffee. Um, Hmm. Yeah, the dude puts his finger in and spins it all around. There you go. I think I'm going to start start to stir gently, but then get a little more aggressive, <laughs> and then bring it right back down to gentle. Okay. If that's uh, what the dude does, then uh, Mike abides. Whoa. All right. Well, shall we'll we? We'll be right back. <laughs> yes, I was just saying we will. We'll be right back. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from the Sloppy Boys here. And I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you got to get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you get, I just got to tell someone this. I just got to fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
it's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppyboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppyboys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. We're back in talking about the White Russian and talking guys, about the White Russian. This is a podcast first. Made myself a double. Wow! Whoa. So you got uh, what do you got there? A uh, hundred milliliters of vodka. Yeah. And did you double the Kahlua too? You know I did. Ah, I see. Very I'm a good. law-abiding citizen. <laughs> You're gonna be drunk. And here's the problem: I filled a highball with ice. And then when I did the normal proportions, it looked so dinky. I was like, I gotta fill this bad boy up. You, my friend, filled up an old-fashioned glass. A highball is taller than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I think I'm gonna be glad I did. Oh, yeah. Jefferson! <laughs> Jeff, my man. I'll say this, though. That cream? Maybe a little chunky. It's got some body to it. Wait, is it old? <laughs> um, I thought... When I was pouring mine in, it was fresh from the store, but I was pouring mine in, I thought I saw like some curdling and I got scared. Same. But then when I mixed it, I'm not eating any chunks. Are you eating chunks? No. And I smelled the container and I was like, smells good. I think it's just like when they say it's heavy cream, they mean thick. Look out, baby. Mine was a smooth, heavy cream poured right in. Thick. That's that thing that happens with an Irish car bomb. The Bailey's curdles. When it hits the the Guinness, so you have to drink it real fast. Yeah. I think maybe we have a version of that. Maybe you have to mix it. Maybe that's why it said stir gently or something. Mm. <laughs> maybe if you mix too hard. It- Let me ask you this. Could you use Bailey's in this? Is Bailey's a coffee liqueur? No, it's like cream. Oh, good. Oh, wait. Cr- it's crom- creme de moth. But, but it, it's not mint. <laughs> well, I went, I went and got Bailey's. Thinking that's what it was. And I got home and I was like, I don't know if Bailey's right. And I looked it up and it was Kahlua. And I went back and I returned <laughs> two I returned two nips of Bailey's. And he gave me back uh, two nips of Kahlua. And since I didn't have my receipt, he was like, okay, uh, well, you have 57 We owe you 57 cents. <laughs> Mike, you're going you're gonna to need the Bailey's in like three weeks. <laughs> I know. I should have kept it. I like returning. That transaction is so funny because he, he's probably thinking like, Sir, when you buy these little bottles, you're supposed to drink them in the parking lot and, and <laughs> <laughs> lay face down. <laughs> yeah. uh, excuse me. Actually, for my um, my cocktail podcast, I... Uh, yeah. Can I have right the lunch. receipt because uh, for my taxes, <laughs> it's a write-off. It's a write-off. So, and you understand that. Well, what do you guys think? Because I, I I think this cream is good. It's, it's noticeably thicker than when I make it with normal milk. And it is like a real fribble. Yeah, it's good. It it's uh it's got the consistency a little bit of an eggnog, or it makes me think of an eggnog, which I do not like. But this, well, I do like. <laughs> and it's it's uh, you let me yammer on. All I ever do is talk about uh, the Fireball eggnog on this podcast, and you don't even like eggnog. Not really. I'm fucked. Didn't I mention that the first time you brought it up? I said, Tim, I'm going to go with you on this because I'm a I'm a news partner with you two, but. I don't know about uh, me actually liking this stuff. 
You're going to win a Pulitzer for putting the news above your tastes. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. Wait, what will I say about this? Oh, I tried it. Uh, uh, I sipped it when it was just a black Russian before I put the white into it. Yeah. And? And uh, pretty good. I don't think I would enjoy like a full one of those. It was a little more smokier on the breath. I think the milk cuts it down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did you guys use for vodka? Tito's. Me too. Right out the freezer, baby. I forget the vodka. It was uh, Amsterdam vodka. Never heard of it. I think it's a cheapo. Oh, Michael. Those two were nips. <laughs> <laughs> I love going and getting the nips, especially the weird stuff like Kahlua. I like getting the nips and it's nice and clean for the podcast purposes and stuff, but it is crazy that it's like they're so expensive for what they are. They're like $6 yep. for some of those. And at this point, I'm surprised when I have to go get a new alcohol because, you know, we're... We're six weeks in, and I feel like I have I have an incredible bar now, more than more alcohol than I've ever had in my life. So when I need to go buy like a specialized thing, I'm like, huh, I guess I need to buy Kahlua. Yeah, it sucks realizing <laughs> yeah. that you just added, you're like, well, I don't have Kahlua, but I do have Demerara rum and four other types of rum. Mm-hmm. I looked it up too. There's other there's other fun uh, types of uh, of Russians. Yeah, well, there's a, a white Canadian, which is made with goat's milk instead of cream. Then I found the white Mexican, which is uses horchata instead of cream. Hey. The white Cuban uses rum instead of vodka. White Belgian uh, uses a chocolate liqueur instead of a coffee liqueur. And a dirty Russian, which is made with chocolate milk instead of cream. That, um, the one with the rum makes a lot of sense to me. I think that rum, I'm liking this drink, but it, rum seems correct instead of vodka. Yeah. Also, Kahlua has rum in it. Yeah, it's, it's coffee, coffee liqueur rum, right? with rum. Oh, you know, it'd be good. I think something with um, if you add a little peppermint schnapps to this, then you would have maybe a nice holiday treat. Ooh, that'd be like a Starbucks. uh, Like I like the Starbucks peppermint mocha when that comes around. That's kind of like a me too. I like. I could see a garnish in this being a candy cane. You're walking around, ring dong, ding dong. (laughs) Listen to this creative process, Rav. I feel like I'm in the writer's room of Johnny Carson. Sleigh bells ring, you know, that type of thing. And people are kind of, hey, this guy's singing a carol. Why don't we sing with him? (laughs) Are you listening? How? Wow. (laughs) Let's start the secret Santa. I got an iPhone. (laughs) You know what I might do is uh, one day I would swap out the the Kahlua even and put in Di Sirono Amaretto. It's for an almondy treat. Oh, wait, is amaretto? I'm thinking hazelnut. I'm a, I'm a big hazelnut coffee mate guy. You're a big pain in my ass. Is what what, what's do. what's the version that I would like? There's, there must be a hazelnut liqueur. How could there not be? I mean, I would just add the normal hazelnut coffee mate to a to this. Yeah, to this. I think that's what you could do. Yes, and you can use coffee mate instead of uh, cream in one scene. Of Lebowski, I think uh, when when Julianne Moore is in bed and she's trying to conceive and he's like, would you like a cocktail? The dude makes himself a white Russian and he uses like uh, creamer powder instead of cream. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so there's options. I remember when uh, when friends of mine, like in high school, uh, that movie was popular with kids and uh, like my group of friends had like got into it and I hadn't seen it yet. And someone was explaining to me uh, uh, Lebowski, like what it was about. And this kid was like, oh, it's just great. He's super funny. This guy, he, uh, 
this other guy pees on his rug and he's like got to get his rug back so he's like and he's like focusing on the rug stuff too much i was like oh yeah that it's seems like, like a weird movie a friend who just tracked the ransom plot line right in of the <laughs> saying nothing of like the interesting but bunny funny lebowski character. was actually in palm springs yeah he's just blowing the whole mystery for me man lebowski like swingers has so many uh sort of California colloquial things that I was not picking up at all as a kid. Right. Didn't diminish my enjoyment of it. Right. But now that I've lived in California uh, for a little bit, it's funny to like, he's got a Ralph's card. He goes up uh -huh. to Malibu and they're like, stay out of Malibu. <laughs> like, like, there's a lot of funny little things. Um, all this uh, uh, Lebowski talk kind of makes me want to be like Mike and quote it. Don't. Go ahead. Yeah, I think I might. Give a little quote. Mr. Lebowski. Um... We need you to hand off the ransom. <laughs> Mr. Lebowski, please call us back. So you you focused on some of the characters that really didn't have much uh, going on at all. In the, in the is that Philip Seymour Hoffman? Who is that? Yes, that's Philip Seymour, <laughs> Seymour Hoffman. Oh, what a cool cast. Oh, I, thought, I thought you were doing uh, the, the three German guys. Yeah, also in the movie, you got Flea. You got Flea? Flea. That is a very hip cast. I'll spot any bass player in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you might spot me in... Have you been in a movie? You must have. Dreamgirls. I was an extra in the movie Dreamgirls. <laughs> I did. I spotted you. <laughs> were you on set with Eddie Murphy? Uh, he was... Uh, we were on the same set, yes, but I don't think we were uh, really allowed to see each other. He was first team. He was higher up on the call sheet than you. Uh, yeah. Well, I, so I was an extra. So I was uh, led from a one pen to another pen. And uh, <laughs> I was given a certain amount of food at a very late hour. <laughs> <laughs> a certain amount. And uh, I was, yeah, we sat in a big group scene, some theater in downtown L.A. And uh, we, they dressed us up like uh, guys from the 60s. I wore a cool suit. Hmm. And then sat there and watched him like uh, kind of lip sync. Did you guys hear that Eddie Murphy paid to win the Oscar for Dreamgirls and then did not? Pay who? That's just a rumor I heard. Not to campaign, but you mean like paid to the Academy? Uh, all, all I heard was the the rumor, baby. But who would you pay in that situation? The Academy? Like you... I don't know. Slip hundreds to some... Uh... I was walking down the street and I heard, Eddie Murphy paid for the Oscar. <laughs> that does make sense in retrospect because, you know, during the Oscars, they have uh, the camera on each of the nominees and you see them react. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember that year um, when they announced the, the winner, it wasn't Eddie Murphy. In, instead of just clapping politely, he turned to his camera and said, well, there goes that investment down the tubes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, slip by a lot of people, but you caught it. <laughs> I noticed it, but I didn't, didn't think anything of it. Like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I haven't heard any rumors about him buying off the Academy. Oh, well. Now, Jeff, when you heard this news when you were walking down the street, were you like, uh, this isn't uh, booze news, so I don't really care? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, talk to me in like five or six years. We should have an interesting news uh, segment. Hey, here's some booze news for you that's also interesting news. Lebowski is another Miller movie, right? When they're at the, when they're at the bowling alley, they drink... Miller Light. It just says light on it. Uh, okay. The way that those cans. And then there's some MGD bottles and stuff. Hmm. So what studio? It's an it's an indie, right? It's got to be Coen Brothers. Mm -hmm. But in the '90s and the '80s, because we've we've watched uh, Coyote Ugly and we've watched uh, Cocktail Cocktail on our Patreon, and we've noticed a lot of MGD in the mix, and we still haven't tried MD MGD to say see if it really tastes like a draft beer that's in a can. 
No, we have not. And we never will. Because this is a cocktail podcast. <laughs> or might we? I, maybe we will. <laughs> I think we probably will. We probably should. We're going to run out of cocktails right quick. Uh, do you know how many uh, uh, Caucasians, as uh, the dude said, uh, how many he drank throughout the movie? Seven. Let me see. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys would know. Uh, are you are you scanning through the movie right now? Fast forwarding. He, yeah, I'm counting them all. He drinks nine of those Caucasians. Damn! Wow, that's why people do like the Lebowski challenge or whatever. What is that to drink one when he does? Yeah, yeah. It's like every time he smokes a joint, you smoke a joint, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Not to mention the Caucasians, man. Mention them. I, I do it the way I do the Bunny Lebowski challenge, and every time she loses a toe. Oh Jesus! I lose. I lose a toe. How many times have you seen the movie? <laughs> Ten little piggy times. <laughs> Oh, little piggy times. <laughs> that would be a good name for a newspaper for feet. Ten little piggy times. Well, because you have the New York Times and the LA Times. So exactly. I'm following you. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it makes sense if he drank nine of these Caucasians in the movie, that it make they really wanted us to notice and they wanted it to be a thing. Because, you know, yeah. w- sometimes a character has something twice and it's sort of an inside joke on set or something, but no one's paying attention but nine times they wanted us to walk out of the theater and be like damn a lot of white russians in that movie and knowing like and knowing the the coen brothers like very very specific and detail oriented they were probably like white russian is very specific to this dude this like slacker guy Mm -hmm. and let's not forget the super bowl commercial from oh yeah 2019 hey we've done both of the drinks yeah we did the sex in the city cosmo and we did the uh Big Lebowski. What was that a commercial for? Stella. See, that's how you know. Okay, I was going to say that's how you know it's not a good commercial if you don't know what the product was. But <laughs> well, I'm not saying it's a good commercial. It was a Stella the whole time. I was expecting James Bond to pop up. Daniel Craig himself. Ooh. Shaken, not stirred. Better, better. Uh, the dude, uh, Jeff Dowd, the guy who the dude is based off of, he, like in an interview, somebody was like, oh, do you drink white Russians? He's like, I've had white Russians. I drink them from time to time, but like, uh, I usually drink, you know, if I drink like, uh, Harvey Wallbangers or just like a vodka soda, that's not interesting. It's funny to see a white Russian rather than like a character who drinks white Russian is funnier than a guy who drinks vodka sodas. Let me ask you this about what was his name? Harvey Dowd? Uh, Jeff Dowd. Jeff Dowd is the real, uh, uh, dude. Do you think that he abides? (laughs) I actually heard he didn't. I think that they did a good move by not calling the movie The Big Dowd. <laughs> <laughs> like that name is a good punch up. Whoever came up with Lebowski, good move. It's kind of in Dowd. there. Lebowski Dowd. They they hit it in there, but they gave Lebowski. it some, Yeah. Oh, it's very it's 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 deep in there. It's codified. I like that. Oh, I very much like that. Yes. What do you think it is about that movie that Okay, so I've seen it recently, and it's good. And I knew it was good back in the day, and it's good now. Yeah. Coen Brothers rule, good movie. Uh, but you associate people who dress up like Lebowski and people that quote it too much, you associate that with people that you don't like yes. that are bad. The fans ruin it like most things. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not fair to say. <laughs> well, I'm saying it All right. on my pod. But I just think how I'm... How do, how is it that those people 
know that this movie, it's such a nuanced thing. I always marvel like when Seinfeld is like the best show and it's also a hit and you're like, but the public's stupid. How do they know? (laughs) (laughs) Seinfeld's an interesting one where it's like, that is the best writing and the best, you know, like really interesting, funny stuff. And everybody loves it. And everybody sat down on Thursday nights to watch a smart thing. Uh Uh-huh. That's not happening with this podcast. I'll say that much. <laughs> yeah, no. Not anymore, no, no, anyway. No, no, no. <laughs> cool cast, too, Obowski, by the way. It's like, you know, imagine if you're Julianne Moore and you're, you're Philip Seymour Hoffman. You're, you're, you're between Boogie Nights and Magnolia, maybe, and you go to Lebowski and you're all the coolest young people in L.A. That's cool. Oh, yeah. They were both in, they were in all those movies together. That's And funny. you got Totoro. You got Buscemi. You got... John Goodman, and they're all like at cool moments of their career where they haven't, they haven't jumped the shark as far as like the Bill Murrayification of a of an actor where you're like, yeah, we get it, you're a meme now. Right. Like yeah. they were legit. It was inspired casting back then, and they were cool, and they did do a good job. It's so funny how funny uh, uh, John Goodman is in it. Crazy, so good. He's so he's that character is like such a funny specific. Oh, everyone's so funny in it, but like. Uh, yeah, when it, even just the way he talks in that movie really makes me laugh. I'm going to say something that's going to get me canceled, folks. <laughs> I don't like skinny John Goodman. Put on the pounds. <laughs> what if it ends his life early? Worth it. <laughs> Jeff, he can't be King Ralph. He can't be making King Ralph 2, 3, and 4, 5 just for your pleasure. I saw a promo for the Connors where he looked like, I'm trying to think of a skinny guy. Who's a skinny guy? Me. <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> didn't mean to laugh that hard. <laughs> yeah, you dropped your drink and you rolled on the floor. <laughs> you have to edit out of 20 minutes of laughing. <laughs> you pissed your pants. And he looked like Ichabod Crane. Yes. <laughs> Would you rather he look like the headress? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I sucked down this white Russian too much. And here we go. It's starting to hit. I feel it. And so does Mike, baby. Uh, That's the cream talking. I don't, when we record these podcasts, I don't eat all day. <laughs> just a prep? You just a prep. So the first sip knocks me over. I want this one serving to body slam my liver. This has got another one, the, the sound I love with the drinks. Oh, here it is. That's a good clink. That's a delightful sound. People don't like eating on mic, but come on, you can't argue with this. Yeah. Hey, folks, how's it going? Uh, Listen to the podcast. Uh, uh, What I like about this drink is it looks like the the one I made looks like the ones from the movie. Like it's not not hard to screw up, but I feel like, uh, hey, I did it. I did it. Guilty (laughs) as charged. We should get Dave Matthews on this podcast. See what he thinks. Honestly, that's what that song's about. I think it could happen. I think think he would would love this. And we should not warm up to it at all. Like, it'll be guest number two. The first guest will be like Mitch, and the second guest will be Dave Matthews. What if we don't ask him anything about his career also, and we just be like, okay, so uh, (laughs) Dave, have you ever had a Harvey Wallbanger before? Yeah, so what did you buy to make it? Yeah. Did you have trouble tracking down the Falernum? Uh, Did you do any shortcuts or uh, could you not find a certain liquor? (laughs) Also, I've seen one or two people say like, oh, they should have guests. You know what? Fuck off. We're going to have them. But like, this is the pod. You got to be down. Also, who's saying this? Fools. Because here's the problem. When I go on someone else's podcast, 
when I'm the guest, that's what gets everybody to listen. And everyone's all excited because I'm the guest. Uh So if I'm already the host, it's redundant. (laughs) You're the protagonist of life. So (laughs) people are going to come here. (laughs) And I'm the host of this podcast. I picture, I feel like I'm the guest. I'm your guys' guest each week. I th- I felt Thanks like for, for the first back. few the first few episodes when your microphone was broken, yeah. you definitely seemed like you were just a guest <laughs> watching and chiming in. in hey guys, thanks back. for having me. I don't think I'm shut up right. Hey guys, uh, I I had a ship too. Uh, does anyone can anyone hear me? Oh yeah, maybe we should get uh, maybe we should get Owen Wilson on the pod. <laughs> It sounds like we got him, my God. Mr. Lebowski. Or maybe we should get Lebowski, man. <laughs> That's the Lebowski <laughs> we're going for. Hey, I'm Jeff Lebowski. <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's Jeff Lebowski from the no, movie Big not. Lebowski. Yes, it is. Give me one of his lines. Give me give me a That's Lebowski line. Jeff um, Lebowski, two octaves up. Say there's a beverage present. Hey, there's a beverage present, man. <laughs> You kind of sound like that other, uh, what's his, his name? It's like a Wolfman Jack. <laughs> no, the narrator guy at the bar that says, Lebowski. Oh, Sam Elliott? Oh, yeah. Sometime you eat the bar and sometime the bar eats you. <laughs> you have any use so many customers? <laughs> I can do all the characters from the movie. <sighs> You're making me want to watch it. <laughs> I am not, uh, I'm not privy to like the real Sam Elliott. Does that make sense? Oh, like, only like versions of him that have been. Yeah, yeah. I only have seen the things where he's like kind of like, well, you know, my persona. And here right, I right. am like oh. on Big Lebowski or uh, like a star is born. A star but, is born is so weird because Bradley Cooper is doing an impression of him. And then he mm-hmm. is also in the movie. You're like, he, can't but he admits, you know, that's a that's a cool thing about the end of the movie where Bradley Cooper is just like, you know, daddy wasn't my hero. You was. <laughs> That's why I talk like you the whole time. That's why I rip you off, big brother. <laughs> I remember when Sam Elliott in the movie is like, Are you taking my voice? And he's like, I did it. <laughs> Are you taking my voice? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll, I'll do the rest of this. Uh, I'll guest on this podcast more as a show for Sam Elliott character. Yeah, you should do some of your characters. That would be funny. No, the, the, from now on, I'm, this is how I'm going to talk on this podcast, just for this episode. Yeah, me too. That's how I'm going to talk as That's well. That's how I'll talk. Now, if you're going to be talking in that voice, are you not going to use the other one? Because if you're, if you're not going to use it, I'll do that. Hey, I'm, I'm going to talk like this. That's uh, Jeff Bridges. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're doing Jeff Bridges there. Oh, I'm a Stella Artois. Yeah, yeah I'm a Stella Artois. Now, careful, Mike. You're you're almost doing a. Uh, she was a great big fat yeah, person. She was a great big fat person. Now I'm doing. Yeah, so it's all very low. Tim, do you know who that is? Um, Buffalo Bill. That's right. That's correct. You won the <laughs> one question quiz. Oh hell yeah! I didn't know we were doing a quiz tonight. This is great. Sneak attack. Yeah, that was the one question. Uh, you know what's really funny? Go on, go on YouTube and look up um Jeff Bridges at uh. His Golden Globes, uh, what was he accepting? He was accepting an, uh, some type oh, of award, fuck. like a Golden Globe, like a <laughs> Lifetime Achievement. Man of the Year type award, because he was talking to people out that were very close to him in the audience. Michael Tremino. He, he's he got some great, it's, it's just very great. He's very delightful, and he's just listing off so many funny names. When he gets to the point where he's listing people off, and they sound like fake people. <laughs> Steve Cooper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who else? Uh, Michael Tremino. 
<laughs> he started this whole thing, man. <laughs> is he a dude-like guy? Uh, I don't think I've seen an interview with Bridges. I think he is. He kept this the cardigan, like the the sort of like uh, what's the word, jackered cardigan. Yeah. Oh, where where it's like crazy patterned or whatever. Okay. And he has made multiple appearances, like as the dude. <laughs> Do you think that that character like is his? It's it's his defining uh, like character, right? Much like the White Russian, there was a previous history, right? But then this kind of oddball move in 1998 became the definitive thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, have you guys seen Tron? No, man. Um, I think I saw the new one. I haven't seen. We should watch the old school Tron. Yeah, behind the Patreon paywall, deep behind <laughs> it. <laughs> Fuck you, listeners. <laughs> Good luck getting through that paywall. <laughs> Oh, hey, um, that reminds me, we've been talking a lot about um, the cocktail the cocktail of the night of the episode. Yeah, it's what we're here to do, baby. And uh, I, I, then I've, I was thinking about that, and I, and I was also thinking about a, a certain season that we're coming upon, and I, I took it upon myself to make a parody song. Oh, interesting. Because you know I'm a musician. Uh-huh. I know that. I think Jeff knows that. I think the whole listening audience knows it. Lyricist. I'm registered with uh, BMI if you want to license any of my music. Um, I, so I made a, a, a parody song I wanted to play for you guys. Um, I'm excited to play it, but I, I got to be honest. I just, I don't know that it's my best work, but that's okay. Hmm. This is a uh, safe environment, Tim. This is good for uh, workshopping. That's exactly what I wanted to hear because I put my heart and soul into this because I was thinking of thinking about the cocktail of the night and I was thinking about the time of the year that's coming up and I, and I made a parody song and I just, I hope I did my best, but if, if uh, let's play it and let's give it a listen. Yeah. I think that's all we can ask for. I'm dreaming of a cream. Cocktail <laughs> Just like that man in that one film <laughs> Blowing a layup right out the gate <laughs> oh. Yeah, you know, when you say that Looking back, I see that I did kind of Missed an opportunity Yeah, that was it? Yeah, that was Well, I also <laughs> I, wa- I wanted to ask you guys Oh, to, Tim I wanted to ask you what you thought of the length I thought you could have done more uh, just time-wise, even if it was instrumental, that would have been fine. Right. Because it ends on, it ends so abruptly. Right. And it ends on a note that is, is just asking for the next, uh, <laughs> the counter note. You did a good job as far as getting the audience engaged and interested. Mm-hmm. You didn't have the length, but you had the girth. You had the strength. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, it was great. It put me in the mood for... Christmas. You were going for the season you were talking about. Christmas. Well, because I was thinking about the cocktail and I was thinking yep. about the time of the year and then it just, it, it struck me like a bolt of lightning. Yep. Yep. And you're dreaming of a, what was, what was the type of Cream, cocktail? Creamed cocktail. <laughs> creamed cocktail. Yeah. Can't fault you for that. Yeah. It could be a couple cocktails though, right? Or I mean. Yeah. I mean, I guess it could be um, a mudslide. But I don't know how many films really feature a mudslide. Whereas in this. Right. And I specified that that man in that one film. So uh, I think I, if, if I were to keep working on this, which is what's cool is I could keep retooling, I would stretch out the length a little bit and maybe mm-hmm. 
trying to just work on specificity in the lyrics. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and more than a little bit when it comes to stretching it out. Okay, so I'll stretch it a lot and then I'll work just a little bit on the specificity. I'd say double the length now and then double that length. <laughs> Great. Um, I'm on it. I'm on the case and I won't sleep a wink until I'm done. Good. Folks, we'll be right back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. We're back. All right. Whoa. How do you guys feel about these Caucasians? Are you asking for our final thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's steer it back and let's wrap it up. Well, here's what I think. This is a definite second rounder for me. I'm ordering this again. And it's turned me back onto it when the when the bar scene opens back up and I go out into a bar. I might just say, sir or ma'am. Give me a white Russian. I think uh, white Russian is also the type of drink that they will have ready. Not not mixed up and ready. My dad, is who's not much of a drinker, and has gotten a little bit more into it as... Uh, as he saw what his son became. Uh, <laughs> he's done... He's done the white Russian when we go out for like Christmas dinner and stuff. For me, this feels like maybe a lot of cream to make a night of this sort of thing. I don't think you're going to drink more than... Like one or two of these at a time, but yeah. Yeah, I got I a big fat double and uh, I don't know if I can do much more. <laughs> <laughs> it's one, we've talked about this with other drinks that you would, on this show, that you would never walk into just any bar and ask for without looking at the menu. But I think even though this is a sweet drink and maybe there are people on earth who would make fun of this drink, I would feel confident saying this to any bartender and not being laughed out of the room. You could say say it loud and proud. Loud and pr- even at a tough biker bar uh, <laughs> where it's not their style, if I say it, they have the stuff and they better make it or I'll kick their lily white asses. If I went to a bar and I asked for this and they didn't have it, and I, I, then I'd be like, do you have a Sioux City sarsaparilla? <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah, baby. My, uh, my final thoughts on this uh, uh, drink, to quote the film, it's a very good cocktail and thorough. <laughs> Julianne Moore. I would do a second round. Don't know about a third round, but uh, here I am with a double, and it's treating me right. Yeah, it's a good one. I checked my uh, BAC during the break, and I blew in my breathalyzer. And I'm a .04 right now. Hey, I checked my BVDs, and they're a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
They were, my BVDs came back brown, soaked. <laughs> Guys, let's check out some mail, shall we? Yeah. Sure. Matt asks, hi guys, you know that Family Guy episode where Peter can only play piano if he's drunk? Do you guys have any secret drunk talents? Thanks. I didn't know about this Family Guy episode. I'm not following the McFarlane verse that closely, but, uh, but I did that. I played piano after my brother's wedding. I, I was, uh, I drank a whole case of champagne and I was playing piano for everybody and everyone had fun. And then the next morning we all woke up and we were like, Tim doesn't know how to play piano. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So everyone had had the, the correct amount of champagne so that everyone collectively, I was, I remember playing, uh, the night they drove old, What's that? The song by the band? They not they drove old yeah. dusty down. D- Dixie down. Old Dixie down. That's a problematic song that I shouldn't have been singing at all. <laughs> but uh, so I also have the Peter Griffin thing. Um, uh, hey Lois, this this guy Tim's a lot like me. I wish I could do that. <laughs> I I feel like anytime I get a little drunk and I get on a uh, like I, I, uh, an instrument, I'm like, hold on, wait, what? What? How's this go? I feel like I play drums better drunk though. I've I've been at parties where I can uh, sit in on the drums and sort of bash, bash them out better. Well, you were saying that drums are a little bit more rhythmic. Drums are rhythmic. It's more of a uh, uh, sort of a, you feel it in your um, the rhythm of your bones is what I yeah, was saying. Yeah, it's not so much the conscious brain driving the drums. Yeah. Right? It's sort of like uh, you got different levels of uh, chakras. Yeah. That one you play with the stomach and the bulls. And you also, you play it with the sticks. So. And the sticks, then they, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess my talent uh, when I'm drunk is uh, eating Del Taco and watching <laughs> Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> eating Del Taco and watching Rick and Morty reruns. Oh, reruns. I think I might be <laughs> slightly better when I'm drunk at jacking off. <laughs> What kind of problems are you running to when you're sober? Yeah, just the rhythm is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense because I play the drums better drunk. Like every once in a while, I'll look at my dick and it'll be like, couldn't you take a drink before we start this whole thing? <laughs> this whole charade. If you've got a question for the boys, email us at the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com. You know what that sound is. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode. That's patreon.com slash The Sloppy Boys. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Later, everybody. Do you have to use so many cuss words? Mr. Lebowski. Sarsaparilla. Oh, 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 oh.